Brett, well, we're back for uh, episode five. Yeah, we certainly are. We had a special guest lined up tonight to continue on with the the birth stories. Um, unfortunately, um, he's been affected by COVID, which is uh, sort yep. of a very uh, <laughs> very relevant for the uh, time. But uh, yeah, it's yeah hold him. so we'll um, we'll invite him back at another stage, and um, yep. it, he'll be uh, wonderful to have on. We'll delay his appearance, but yeah, I reckon it'll be just as special when he arrives. Bring him back as a a specialist dad with three and yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. he'll um I'll sit down and he'll put both arms on the back of the couch and he'll have a beer in between his knees and he'll be you know <laughs> yeah, that's full professional dad that, mode uh, that's right you know phone in one hand betting the other yeah. like, like you know he's got a feel for the grass outside he's already given me tips on that <laughs> yeah okay dad's here yeah, alright we'll get him back into that I'll talk about mine. Yeah, tell us um, your story. Your birth story today? Yeah, so tell us. It was a while ago now. Yeah, yeah, yep. it is. So, um, yeah, he was born October 2020. Um, he was due um, early October. Um, he ended up being born on the 13th. So we got to about 41 and a half weeks and still um, no signs of labour. So we were induced. Um, yep. So... We had a planned induction. We went in on the Sunday afternoon and um, Sarah had the tape popped in, um, which yeah, is essentially to, um, it's called um, Servadil, I think. And the idea is that it helps to, to dilate the cervix. Okay. Um, Sarah's mum had really good response from that um, and it had sped up a couple of her, her previous um, labours. And so... We were feeling quite, I suppose, optimistic. That happened, yep, Sunday at about 2 in the afternoon. Um, we went into that evening um, without any changes. Um, she, Sarah had a stretch and sweep that night. Yep. Um, she was one centimetre. Oh, yeah. wow. All right, yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> so yeah, the, the plan was to see how she went throughout the night, um, but we... Went all night. Well, I I was there till about nine o'clock of that night. Um, oh, maybe eleven o'clock or so. But yeah, um, essentially, um, she hadn't progressed at all then. Um, in the morning, um, they checked her again with no change. Um, seven o'clock in the morning, um, she was starting to feel some like maybe some very mild contractions. Yep. Um, I probably got back to the hospital around about at that time then mild contractions but still we weren't really progressing at all um i say we but i didn't have to do any of the work here (laughs) um so we got to mid-morning on the monday um and they put up the oxytocin drip um which essentially it just helps to speed things along um it brings on the contractions and they sort of kept the idea is that yeah i believe you keep adjusting the dose until you're getting the contractions yeah, at okay. the frequency you want them. Yep. Um, and in the end, like Sarah was mid afternoon, she was getting contra- she was getting six contractions every ten minutes or something like okay. that, which was far more than they wanted. Um, so then 
yeah, they were just sort of constantly adjusting this oh, this trip. Um, How did you kind of handle that period of going in, nothing happening, time moves slowly, yeah, stress or time like does move slowly, patient? Yeah. I don't know, like how are you feeling? So then? the Monday morning they encouraged us to to go for long walks and you know just yeah, try and um, yeah try and do whatever we could to yeah to get things happening. Um, and so yeah, I suppose that that morning probably felt like it went fairly quick and then once the drip started um yeah that you know really kind of gets things happening i can remember sarah much sort of like um corky described in the last show um like she was just uh, standing on the, on the on the on the edge of the bed and doing a lot of swaying um yeah just really trying to work through it i suppose yeah to that point time has kind of gone fairly quickly yep we're now mid-afternoon and um their contractions uh, are coming on really hard really strong um sarah's working really hard she's doing a wonderful job um oh, yeah she's moving a lot and just yeah. yeah um we went up spending quite a bit of time in the shower yep um i reckon i run the bath three times went cold would drain that like i <laughs> just tried to have it you know ready to go um yep. she didn't end up using it but um yeah so we she's still got the drip running um she gets checked she's about four centimeters so she hasn't really progressed oh far at God. all she's working really hard um and i think what the the drip does it kind of tends to like bring things on like really strong as well so yeah um at this point she's yeah really sore the contractions are really tough we're in the shower um and sarah's on the the gas oh yeah um but find that effective so she doesn't think that it was working at all um and in fact she doesn't think that it was even switched on properly oh okay um yeah so she had to go it just wasn't working yeah she was giving it a red hot crack but yeah it had no taste it wasn't um helping so yeah i think maybe it wasn't um, okay. actually on oh, gee, that's frustrating yeah for sure and then yeah um she reached a point um where i think she was checked again and that she'd only progressed another a centimeter or so at this stage she's on in the shower um with the water on her back um arms on the bath just you know sort of kneeling there and just working through them and well, just looks so so sore looks awful um selfishly i can remember um i'm in the shower as well in my bodies um but kind of off to the side a bit so i'm kind of getting like the the splatters <laughs> of water that aren't warm Freezing and i'm cold. so cold and oh man um so i can remember that when she um got out the shower i was wrapped yep i was stoked yeah how long were you in there for um that? oh it's hard to know i suppose but yeah but once the contraction started to get really bad she was then in the shower it might have been one to two hours i don't really okay. know um yeah. but yeah um and so yeah probably i don't know about six o'clock in the evening um we get to um and um she's not progressing she's working really hard heaps of pain um we end up going for an epidural you did um yep. and sarah she says now best decision she made like yeah. she yeah, is wrapped about it yeah um, sure which is yeah really good um so she gets the, the epidural 
and then a few hours later she gets rechecked i think we're seven centimeters okay um but at least now she's out of pain yeah she's comfortable she's laying there with this big i don't know like medicine ball or something between her legs to try and keep I don't really know, but maybe to keep things open, to keep things yeah, moving, okay. I'm not really sure. Wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, so she had to, that, that was then how she slept the night, but they cranked up the drip um, okay. because now she can't, uh, she can't feel it. So yeah, they're, you know, trying to do everything they can medically as well, yeah, I suppose, to, to get her to, to dilate, gets checked overnight not really progressing i think we get to seven centimeters and then we're checked again at six o'clock in the morning and we're eight centimeters so we're not getting there oh we're not God. getting to 10 so this is now the tuesday morning so now we're tuesday morning yeah you're in sunday afternoon yeah wow yeah. so tuesday morning 6 a.m um they they say uh okay like we we're not progressing here um um and he was he was Turned, I can't remember if he's posterior or anterior, but it's whichever one is more difficult to birth. So, yeah, the decision's made to go into theatre for cesarean. And were you comfortable with that at the time, or was that, like, at, at this the, point? Well, at the time, we were, yeah. certainly. Um, in hindsight now, Sarah wishes that we had have been given the opportunity to had not been induced as early as we were in the first place okay. just to see if she could naturally progress but looking at it as well like after all of those you know meds and whatever else you know we only got to eight so you know would we have progressed yes. far enough to be able to deliver naturally it's you know maybe really hard to say hard to um, know yeah so yeah um we we go into theatre at about six thirty in the morning or seven o'clock or so. We we did feel quite comfortable about it then. Um, you know, they're really good at explaining it to you and talking you through and whatever else. Yeah. And yeah, so it's common enough. So exactly right. Yeah, thinking. we go in. Um, I'm in like a, a hairnet and scrubs, and Sarah's in a, a hair net as well, and she's on the bed there's a sheet kind of hanging from sort of her you know neck um i suppose that sort of covers the lower half of um, the body and i'm up um the head end with her and then yeah um they sort of start doing their thing um and i realize that there's a light directly above us yeah and it's got kind of like a silver rim around it no and so if I look at the silver room, I can see what's going exactly on. Exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I realize that and I don't look again. Yeah. I don't good. look again because that's just, um, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah. You know, Fair enough. Yeah, I don't want to. Talia see that was saying so that when, when she was getting stitched up after giving birth in the doctor's glasses, she could see the reflection as well. <laughs> so she had that same kind of like. Better not look there. Yeah. Because, yeah, it wasn't for her either. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, as much as you can avoid, you try and avoid oh. it, sometimes you can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so, yeah, they sort of are working away and they start to become a little bit panicky, I suppose, um, because Henry's getting stuck um, on the way out because um, he'd been pushed, yeah, so far down. His head was was stuck. 
Yeah. I mean, I think in the pelvis, maybe like towards the vagina end, and you know, now he needs to come out the, the sunroof. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so one stage, one of the doctors tells another doctor to put on sterile gloves because she's going to try and push him out. Like, so she's going to go into uh, Sarah's lower half and push him back up and back out up. so that they can get him out cesarean style. Um, now, I don't think they needed to do that bit because eventually he comes out and then they drop the sheet just far enough so I can um, see him um, and then I start crying and I'm saying, it's a boy, it's a boy. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they, they take him and wrap him up straight away and bring him over. And then um, I'm holding him in my arms. I think Sarah's got her head sort of resting on us a bit. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're like, you know, we're like feeling really good and um, really happy and like both just sort of very teary. And whatever. So how long was that in theatre at this point? Um, I reckon we're probably back out of theatre within an hour. Okay. Um, so maybe at this point we're like forty minutes in or yeah. something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, excellent. Moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the docs seem to panic a little bit again. Um, and you know we're both nurses, so you know we kind of have a little bit of that um knowledge. And I can see on the um on the big screen that that Sarah's blood pressure's gone down to 70 really low and her heart rate's at 150 um, and you know I know that that's a sign that she's losing a lot of blood and losing it quick at this point Sarah's become really nauseous and really sweaty and she I think maybe she had Henry on her and then was like trying to give him back because she could feel that she was becoming really unwell um and so then like i'm trying to just keep a bit of a lid on it because i'm feeling really really worried about sarah um then you know shortly after that they get things under control again um sarah's okay her blood pressure and heart rate are returning to normal one of the doctors and i don't think she realized that we could hear goes Gee, I was shitting myself there for a bit, and another one goes, "Oh, tell me about it." You know, um, you know. Now we're at the end of the theatre. Um, healthy's, uh, pardon me, Henry's healthy. Sarah's okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. we all are able to leave the theatre together, and yeah, we go back to the the birthing unit, and yeah, Sarah, yeah. you know, can try and you know do her first attachment and feed and things like that and um yeah then we yeah uh, really lucky to be able to to stay with him then yeah throughout um but yeah sarah was um yeah it's um you know listening to to you guys talk about you know how like wonderful your partners were last um in the last episode yeah like i can only reiterate that you know that sarah was just magnificent you know watching them have to work so hard and go through so much pain um um yeah you know it's yeah it's um yeah nothing that i could do and yeah she's wonderful Um, so you're very very thankful someone said to me and it might have even been mum 
to just really enjoy those first few days in the hospital just the just the three of you because it's the only time that you'll get like absolute uninterrupted time together where like you're not trying to you know do some like house chores as well or you know you have to worry about this or that like you, you guys are just there and you can't do anything you just have to stay yeah um yeah and so that was yeah that's something that that i'd probably had passed on is yeah to yeah okay. you know just to just to really enjoy those those first you know days and hours if you are in a situation where you, if you can yep enjoy that time <clears throat> Yeah, to enjoy that time. That's a really good, really good point. And I guess in hindsight, I also found that that was really valuable, um, like training time where you know nurses who work with newborn babies professionally show you how to change a nappy, how to hold them, how to settle, how to feed, how to latch. Yeah. Which at the time we were very much we wanted to go home and we didn't appreciate that time or uh, when we were in that time. But in hindsight yeah really valuable not only is that family time but also those those skills you can yeah practice and yeah, yeah. Like, and if you need to ask a question there's someone there professional to ask answer a straight professional. away yeah too right so, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah cool. that's a really good point Brett um, last we spoke and got a bit of an update on how you're going it was during week one yeah um, and uh, how old's Jasper now um, so he's just over a month now, um, and it feels like it's been a lot longer than three weeks since then. Um, I guess it's kind of a new lifestyle you adapt to, and or we've adapted to, and yeah, we're kind of loving, and it seems like a, a world away that we didn't have Jasper around. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's, he's gone really well. Um, um, we've had some tough days and some tough times with him uh, over the past few weeks. Um, we've been in and out of hospital twice, we're battling some kind of gastrointestinal issues um we had uh the first instance was some green vomiting i'd been back at work for one day um so after my time off i'd gone back the monday the tuesday afternoon i got home and talia was conveniently at a lactation appointment and she told me throughout the day that he'd vomited some green which we kind of thought nothing much of and and i'd said to her just mention it to the lactation uh, nurse the they would probably know it wouldn't be anything they haven't heard of and they sent her pretty much straight to the ED and we ended up in there for the night and kind of the entire next day and night actually it was was two nights one day out the out the following morning um, with essentially being monitored um, for what is called pyloric stenosis okay. which is when at the base of the stomach where it becomes the intestine the kind of the passage is too narrow for enough food to get through so a lot of vomiting comes up and then when it goes green i don't really know why but when it goes green that's when there's a real problem so um, there was a period there where they were about to ship us off to the women's and children's hospital in the city uh, for surgery uh, which is a very common thing and they had kind of told us from the very start that if it was that it's very common in firstborn boys so which is exactly what he is so that was a little bit reassuring but um in hindsight it, it he didn't end up having surgery which was great and you know after kind of some time and i don't know what it was but after yeah his observation period in the hospital he kind of stopped vomiting green and he, and he was feeding more and so yeah, it wasn't that the gastro uh, sorry the pyloric stenosis after being in the hospital he kind of begun to feed less regularly so he was feeding a lot and taking not much in 
and therefore not sleeping and therefore in pain and screaming and distressed mm. so when he started feeding less for longer sleeping between feeds they were happier for him to go home okay. um, which meant mum and dad became less stressed which was good <laughs> um, and yeah so that was fine he's better for a few days but pretty much since then he's been vomiting really really regularly and we were kind of told if it goes green again straight back to us so we had one tiny little speck of green this was last or no, early this week um, early morning he was vomiting as much as normal and there was a tiny little speck of green now we kind of made the executive call to monitor him he wasn't distressed um, he wasn't screaming as such he was still feeding regularly um, for a while and sleeping so we had that since then haven't had any more green he's just a vomiter um, so he's not distressed he's not in pain and yeah, so he's still sleeping and he's still got those normal kind of routines he's in so since then we haven't had to go back which is good which means that we're in a yeah stage now where we're enjoying just kind of being a family and um, getting into kind of those routines as such well, though they change from day to day it's you know I'm really enjoying the kind of the coming from work spend time with him until we go to sleep and yeah, um, you know whether it is holding him burping him soothing him cuddling him you know navigating his cries while we cook and we clean and we kind of do domestic chores it's been a big few weeks we had Talia's sister over from Perth and her fiance which was really lovely, lovely. Um, and that was yeah really nice to spend some family time with them and um, yeah it was nice to kind of see Rosie Talia's sister as kind of just swept up with Jasper as we were when we first started yeah it was lovely um, and it was yeah. really good to have them as a extra set of hands around the place and yeah we kind of got to juggle kind of the the newborn the um sharing him around and introducing him to the family with kind of doing some really fun activities around the place with them so that was nice um that's yeah, wonderful mate yeah. Yeah. yeah um he's kind of growing a little bit which is cool we're seeing that he's yeah, he getting longer um like he's some of the onesies that were kind of the easy ones to throw on are now a bit tighter and a bit shorter he's got some ankle freezes going on <laughs> he's got a nice chubby belly now which we quite like and yeah. it's probably my favourite thing about him his little chubby belly um, and yeah like his yeah his sleeping is pretty good um, his first stint he gives us is pretty good we had a couple of nice six hour stints a couple of weeks back now he's kind of into a three four-ish hour stint and then from there it does it can be um, short it can be long it's yeah. um, hard to pick but with, with the one, one longer stint I find it pretty easy I'm back to work now which how's, is yeah, how's um, that been? Yeah, like it's 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 been it's been good, like good as it can be. It's incredible how much less I care for my job. Not that, that I don't like, care for it. Yeah, I still love yeah. my job and I enjoy being there. But you know, end of the day, I'm excited to go home and I get up, not as excited to get to work. And um, you know, I find that, or I was able to lose myself in my job at times as a teacher. In my in my downtime, it's one of those jobs where if you wanted to, you could spend 24 hours a day working and you still wouldn't be on top but I'm much more comfortable and happy to just work on at work, be at home when I'm at home. It's It's been good. Like, there's been a couple of hard days where, you know, you miss home, you miss him, especially the day after we got him out of hospital with his, with his, with his polar stenosis. That was a pretty tough day. Yeah, okay. So, I, yep. so Tuesday, we were at the hospital, had the day off. He was over Tuesday night. I'd kind of gone home that night. They were sending me home. So I... Went to work the Wednesday morning and yep. got a call before I even started saying we're home, which was good. Uh, but even that day, just you know, that kind of we really yeah. wanted to get him home, and um, I wasn't 
at home with him at the time. Yeah. That was kind of a tougher day, but really it's been been pretty good. You know, there's days where you're tired, there's days where you're stressed, but they're great. Really, really looking forward to kind of, yeah, just seeing what happens with him and how he grows a bit more and moving from size 5-0 to 4-0 in his onesies. Yeah. What I found was um, as as Henry got older, like every new phase and every new age um, from newborn to three months to six like it's every every age seems better than the last okay and they get more interactive and things tend to get easier I've found yep um, and now that he's reaching two that might change and might become <laughs> to actually I'll tell you a story go on um, so he's like he's he's watching and learning a lot at um, the moment right and um, he's been fascinated with the microwave okay so we've had that latched um, he's quite strong he's broken the latch off that so at the moment it's unlatched <laughs> today um, I'd left him um, alone um, and he'd made his way into the kitchen he'd put a little piece of banana in the microwave and started the microwave <laughs> I came back and there's smoke billowing <gasps> out of the microwave opened it up there's this little dried hard shriveled up piece of banana <laughs> in there it, just the kitchen at, at that point was like stinking of smoke he was fine of course he thought it was great he was having a great time yeah and now he knows how to like set the microwave <laughs> off he's, so he's learnt that turn that off at the wall now yeah um, but yeah I, I can just imagine it's just going to keep being more like this now like you know oh, just, as he learns and explores and trying new things and <laughs> so that progressive, that, that progressive things are getting more fun and easier. Oh, might, yeah. might plateau a bit now. You yeah, reckon? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll he'll get more challenging. Yeah. But um, yeah, like he loves to to kick the footy. He's going to play footy, Bill. Oh, he can drop punt. He's incredible. He can drop punt. No, yeah. So I'm a bit smug about it, as you can tell. Oh, and so you should be. So <laughs> I I too didn't really realise that's quite advanced for him. Because I've never really dealt with a newborn or had a relationship with, you know, someone as close as Henry that young. <laughs> so I just assumed it was normal. Having Talia's mother here and then her sister and her fiance here, they they're all in absolute awe at how incredible it is. So I'm kind of working out that is okay, that right? this yeah. is not as common and, and so You're only gonna make me more smug. Well and so Gosh. so Talia's got nephews from her brother, I think oh, six of them, all boys. And yeah. Even with between six boys, hadn't seen anything like that, so it's impressive. Oh, and I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get a uh, Port Adelaide Guernsey on him. <laughs> <laughs> quick. I really wanted to kind of touch on the the fact that you said that like you're really enjoying the progress from you know zero to three months, three to six, and so forth. Yeah. Um, in kind of my return to work and being out and about and dealing with people, um, I find that I get kind of two different types of opinion and one of them I value one of them I don't so the one that I don't value that I, I find I'm getting is the whole it'll be fine it gets better when no nothing else than that I don't, I don't find too much value in that yeah. what I also find is the honesty the honest opinion which I really quite like so one of the guys I work with who's got a I think about a two or three year old now he was saying this was at the peak of the hospital issue when I'd had work off and back on and um, said you know yeah I've had you know tough nights and stressing and, and he said to me he said look you know that's just you stress forever and he said there'll be nights and I've done it myself 
you cry yourself to sleep and you just cry and you not know what's going on with yourself and it's just um you know that, that's okay it's okay to feel those things and i appreciate that a lot to kind of validify that you know um when even when he's in hospital in the right hands where he's as safe as he can be you can still feel that way but you know with, with that comes those opinions those people that go you know i really enjoyed the six months but when i get to one I hated it and didn't want a part of it and so um i really find that refreshing that you say that you guys you're enjoying every part of it because yeah. i don't think anyone's kind of told me that they enjoy every part yet. yeah um, yeah, so yeah thanks mate yeah, yeah absolutely people love to give parenting advice do they love to like anyone who's done a parent is an expert in parenting everyone uh, has got an opinion and it's really interesting when those without parenting experience want to have an opinion <laughs> yeah I find that um, I, I won't offend anyone but um, a certain colleague of mine has some very strong views on nappy changing um which I find quite interesting because it, it's one part of Jasper that I quite enjoy, really. Um, like, it's kind of time where we kind of bond and, you know, yeah. you know look at him and spend time, yeah. you know, poke his little belly. Look and, after him a little yeah, bit. Absolutely, yeah, you know, feel like, especially, um, so I was saying to Talia, there's a bit of a seg- side note here, but um, there's been some nights that have been quite up and down um, before I go to work that she'll kind of take him and feed in the lounge room or she'll take him to the spare room. And I wake up feeling really guilty. I haven't helped out or that I've slept through or that, you know, if, if I'll wait to help, I'll fall asleep while she's feeding and I wake up feeling really quite guilty that I haven't helped out, I've left her to do it overnight. Um, and, and she's very much like, you've got to work, you know, during the day I can nap and catch up. And, but the nappy change is somewhere where I, yeah, as much as I can, I want to do it because it is that kind of that yeah. nice time, but it's also helping out um, where Talia doesn't have to. Like feeding, obviously, she has to. So yes. when I can help out, I do there. I find interesting that perception of nappy changing how like when you do it, you, it it's okay if you don't love it like I do it's, it's it's okay it's normal you've got to learn to do it because yeah. you're going to do it for a long time yeah for sure and yeah this one person yeah has very strong views against it and who should be doing it and <laughs> how to do it which is interesting yeah Tyler and I have a good little joke uh, between us about nappy changing um, I find myself to be quite quite good at it quick efficient tidy <laughs> don't waste too many wipes um, you know a real in and out kind of job nice yeah. and clean and tidy um Talia, however, she'll go off. I'm just going to change his nappy and come back 10 minutes later with, <laughs> you know, a whole bag of wipes gone, uh, you know, two nappies burnt and the change table's covered in poo and wee. Um, she's, yeah, I don't know what she does in there, but she takes her time coming out covered in wee. Um, even though we've gone and bought these little, well, they've been bought for us, these little, like, they call them a wee-wee teepee, which is essentially a, a cotton cover that you okay. put over his penis so it doesn't <laughs> get all over you in case he does wee well while he's being changed which you don't need if you're efficient in my opinion yeah you just have to um, um, so yeah quick on that. I, I agree if you're efficient it's no problem so we have a good joke about that so what about you Greg how's your previous uh, probably month I'd say as well been um, Sarah's returned to work and she's doing sort of set Thursday Fridays so it yep. means that it's always just me and Henry at home on those days and like we're starting to find a bit of a groove now we're starting to you know to to really enjoy our days and um the stress has gone out of it now um like i used to really worried about what to feed him and whatever else and i just make sure that i'm planning two meals ahead yeah um and then by the time he's becoming hangry um (laughs) i've got a meal there ready for him 
Bill, I've, I've really enjoyed um, these birth story episodes. Yeah, they're certainly episodes that I've really looked forward to doing. They've turned out all right. Yeah, it's, I think so yeah, too. It's, yeah. yeah. No, it's like all birth stories are good stories. Yeah. It's really, really, really nice to listen to and yeah, hear how, how lovely that moment is and the connection between mother and father. It's, yeah, it's been really enjoyable. Look forward to chatting again uh, in this formal setting um, in another week or so, mate. Absolutely. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll chat then. Sounds good. See you, mate. See ya.